G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might remember the very famous French story of the Three Musketeers. And you'll be aware that part of the story is that there was a fourth musketeer known as D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan became the prodigy of the musketeers who came under their wing and eventually emerged as a fully-fledged musketeer and a guard for the king. Well, in the end, he learned how to be a musketeer. It's the story of the musketeers that's inspired a Christian ministry called The Fourth Musketeer, challenging men on the ultimate adventure where men will experience great physical challenges, mental exhaustion and inspiration. Michael Oon leads the Fourth Musketeer in Australia and it's simply these days become known as 4M. Let's get an update on how things are progressing and the difference that the ministry is making in the lives of men in Australia. Michael Oon, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. I'm so excited. Uh, We are actually uh, very blessed to see so many men who's done the uh, Extreme Character Challenge and um, sharing the stories uh, as they come through, and it it has been very encouraging. And, Michael, this is not just something here in Australia. It's like a worldwide movement of men, and I know you describe it a little bit like a band of brothers, but there's a certain camaraderie between men who take part in those Extreme Character Challenges. Oh, yes, indeed. We have uh, more than uh, 15 countries where the Fourth Musketeer is operating and are more than 13,000 men who's done the Extreme Character Challenge. And so when we, um, and when we meet up sometimes at the airport and we see another, another man wearing the red shirt with a four on it, we just call up brother and then we respond, yes, brother. And that's, uh, and that's just the commonality of knowing that we've done the, uh, the Extreme Character Challenge and we, um, we've, we've considered each other as brother and we go deeper than just... Uh, just saying hello, but really we give each other a big hug and then we catch up and we talk about our lives uh, quite freely. And that's how it works. Uh, Michael, we first started talking about the fourth musketeer right at the very beginning. And uh, at that time, it was just an unknown how Aussies would respond. Give us a little in a nutshell uh, history of how things have developed over these past few years. Oh, it's amazing. We started the fourth Musketeer in 2016, and uh, when we when we organised our first Extreme Character Challenge, there were just over 30 men, um, and uh, they were mainly um, people who were invited from the crew that we had at that time. Um, and um, and over the last uh, three years or, or, or more, we start to see men uh, after doing the Extreme Character Challenge, they they felt that it is such an experience that's uh, worth. Um, inviting other friends to come along. And since then, um, in the last couple of uh, extreme character challenges, we had uh, between 80 to 90 over men, which is, the, we've grown threefold, and uh, most of them were men um, who came back through word of mouth to people who've done it, and they got men along. And we had um, over 300 men who's done the extreme character challenge, and um, 
and over 50 churches represented, so which is quite diversified and it cuts across all denominations. And, and we're pretty excited that the diversity is a, is a, is a strength and, and that the, the more diverse we are, the better it is, I think. And as you say, the growth comes because men go through the extreme character challenge and they have such an significant experience in that. Uh, as you say, they get the red T-shirt at the end, it's got the four on it. But the reason why there's been that sort of growth is because men recognise the value of doing the extreme character challenge and they take their own friends to it to participate and uh, there's a certain growth that happens within the man. That's quite correct, uh, Neil. If I, if, I, if I reflect on how I really meant to come to this um, the extreme character challenge of the XCC. Um, when I when I spoke to the men, I I find that it's it's not it's it's like selling something to them. But when I share the stories of men who's done it, uh, it does compel the men to want to do it. But if the men who's done it themselves and gone back to their own churches and spoke to their brothers, their fathers, and their their friends, their their story is a lot more meaningful. Than, than someone else trying to trying to promote it. So yes, indeed, it is. It is actually they they experience something different. Uh, it is it is it is um, it is uh, a very powerful experience for them. And and for many of these men, it is life transforming because there is a realization, there's an awakening within them to say, hey, um, I I I could have been a better ha- father. I could have been a better husband. And this is I could have I could have been a better church. Uh, worker, and that realization is where it kicks off. And when they share that with their friends, they share it at a very, very deep level. I know you, for a very good reason, keep it somewhat of a secret. The sorts of things you go through on the extreme character challenge. Uh, you're also a little bit uh, secretive around about the venue that you use to do the extreme character challenge. What sort of things are going on in the thinking and the feeling and the emotions of the man when they go through that, Michael? Yeah, okay. I think um, that let me first answer the bit about why why it, it, it's, it's a secret. I think the the whole program is 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 set up in such a way that there are elements of surprise and the element of of um, 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 thought provoking uh, activity. Um, and and it's, it's developed in such a way that um, as a man goes through the, um, the the four days during the weekend, each stage of their journey, it, 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 the, the the faith unfolds for each man. And it, it and if we were to um, reveal parts of it um, before they they go into this into this XCC is that it will spoil it for them. And, and, and so the, the unfolding of the faith, the development of their resilience, endurance, and, and, and the breaking down of some of the, some of the shield and some of the pro- uh, protection they have um, may, just, may, may just not work as such. So, so that's why it's, it's, it's wrapped up in, in some way to keep it a bit of a mystery. Um, but there's nothing, uh, there's nothing sinister. It's all very biblical and it's all very, very much about bringing men uh, to 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 meet Christ with a with a cross and 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 to to bring their life towards Him. Um, and so to, se- to answer your second part of the question, what happened to the men? Uh, I've alluded to the fact that they go through a journey where their faith unfolds, but it's also a situation where they're emotionally challenged 
apart from being physically challenged, they're also emotionally challenged to go through stages like um, firstly um, being shocked by some of the, some of the activity. And um, but it's it's a good kind of shock. It's, a, it's kind of a reawakening of them towards directing their spiritual life towards Jesus, but also awakening themselves to what have they done, um, they could have done differently to be a better father or husband. And in that process too, they will go through um, emotional stages that you know we talk about. Men don't show emotions; they don't show their feelings. But in there, you can't hold it because you will start to release anger sometimes, rage, um, and things like unforgiveness and, and all sorts of other feelings that, that has held, held you back. And for some of the men, sometimes some of the, some of the issues that they have never dealt with for years and they kept within themselves, they've suppressed it and buried underneath it, it starts to surface. And this is where when they are walking with groups and teams of men who come from their churches or from their friends, they start to find out things about each other that they have not known, and and when they and when they discover that they they start to feel the pain for each other, and they start and because they're journeying together, they start to look out for each other. They start to share their own stories, and in such a way that when they realize they are not alone, they're comforted by the fact that they they are not the only person going through that issue, but other people are going through the similar issue, and they start to they start to share and pray. And look out for each other, and this is where, this is where it is. It is an interesting, and yet it's a very powerful um, adventure for this man. From what I understand, it's a little bit like peeling back the layers one at a time. But some of those layers, as you say, have a shock value to them, or the way that you expose those issues. It's a little bit like. Uh, those sorts of things that we'll often, as men, refuse to admit to ourselves, they come to the fore. And by the end of the Extreme Character Challenge, you've been able to reveal the essence of manhood uh, from a biblical Christian foundation. Is that a good way of sort of summarising the sorts of things you're saying? Very right. Very, you're spot on, Neil. I think um, a lot of men has this difficulty of letting their struggles and their problems be known to anyone else. And so we, we, you know, we tend to journey our life alone and thinking that we could solve our problems. And sometimes um, when there's a time when we do need help, we refuse to ask for help. And then we suffer from our own, um, our own um, lack of, lack of uh, wanting to get help from the right people. And so when we go through this journey, it comes so naturally that we so... Um, open up so much better uh, and yeah you're quite right and so instead of having this auto self auto protection of of protecting ourselves lots of layers will be removed as we go um, each step of the way different layers are taken off um, and it's it's done so naturally and and the men just love the fact that they are not put in front of anyone and they're not being embarrassed they're not put to um, uh, you know put in such a place that they have to share uh, embarrassing things they don't it's just they just come off naturally and this is where it really works because when they do that and a lot of other men says I, I i relate to that too and um and that's where the camaraderie and that's where the the uh friendship is forged through the physical adversity as well as the the mental um uh challenges that were put forward for them well, I know you're looking forward to next year, 2020, and there's two extreme character challenges 
that you've got already marked down in the diary for April and October in southeast Queensland. Uh, but I know that you're looking to expand these extreme character challenges into other states. And so no doubt you'd be wanting to hear from people, perhaps uh, in different states around Australia, uh, to make contact with you if you're actually doing some planning that way. Who would you like to hear from uh, to, to see if you can take these things uh, another step further? I would love to hear from a group of men from a specific church or from a specific area like um, about eight to ten men from Sydney uh, or, about, or eight to ten men from, from Melbourne saying, look, uh, I like this whole idea of the Extreme Character Challenge. I'd like to, I'd like to make this happen and, and uh, help other men in my state. And for them to come and do this Extreme Character Challenge with us in April and then, and then say to us, look, we want to, we want, we want to do this um, what, do we, what do we need to do? So we, and if we have a team of eight to ten men from one of those states, um, um, Victoria, New South Wales, uh, West Australia, South Australia, um, come, come, and, come and do this with us. And then after you've done it and you feel like this is still a confirmation that you like to do that, then we can actually uh, train you guys and go and help you scout a place and set it up and so that you don't have to fly men over here, but you can run it within your state. So I'm looking forward to especially a team of men who feels passionate and feels convicted after hearing this to say, hey, I want to do the same thing and um, to come and see me. Well, there are a lot of churches that have men's ministries, and a lot of men's ministries do men's retreats. This is the sort of thing that may be an inspiration to those listening to our conversation today to be in touch with you, Michael Oon. And uh, let me just say it's called The Fourth Musketeer, and there is a website. You can be in touch with Michael at www.4maus. That's 4 Musketeer Australia, so 4maus.com. And there are two of these extreme character challenges happening in 2020, in April next year and in October. Michael Oon, thank you so much for taking some time to update us on the good work you're doing there with the 4th Musketeer. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.